All right, let me tell you about uh, Built Bar. Built Bar is our sponsor. This is my favorite. Uh, actually, it was my favorite. This is the uh, mint brownie until the coconut brownie chunk came in. Have you tried this yet? Try this, Pat. You will love Do you like coconut? No, you don't like coconut. Give it to no. me. I'm not wasting. Do you like mint brownie? Yes, I yeah. do. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, Built Bar is amazing. They are they are the best tasting protein bars out there. They're really really healthy for you. Um, they have eight eighteen different flavors. You're gonna find stuff that you love. They are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for keto diets. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a very good treat. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Delicious. Yeah, it is yeah, really great. good. Doesn't have the aftertaste, doesn't have the chemical, doesn't, and it doesn't taste like a doormat like most protein bars do. It's Built Bar. Right now, go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BECK and you get 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Promo code BECK, BuiltBar.com. All right, last hour of the program coming up. George Orwell wrote 1984 while he was dying of tuberculosis. He said, it would have been better had I not been under the influence of tuberculosis at the time, but he's not entirely dissatisfied with 1984. He saw the future. He said, this is the direction the world is going at the present time. Before his death, he said, quote, In our world, there will be no emotions except fear, rage, triumph, and self-abasement. The sex instinct will be eradicated. We shall abolish the orgasm. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. But always, there will be the intoxication of power. Always, at every moment, there will be the thrill of victory, the sensation of trampling on an enemy who is helpless. If you want a picture of the future, wrote Orwell, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. The moral to be drawn from this dangerous nightmare situation is a simple one. Don't let it happen. It depends on you. And in a time of deceit, telling the truth is the ultimate revolutionary act. Can you tell the truth? Well, in a revolutionary act, Parler is back online. We talked to the interim CEO, Mark Meckler, in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, mowing season is about to arrive in Texas. Next week, it's going to be 68. (laughs) It is one in Texas today. Next week, 68. Uh, We have the snowstorm, and uh, next we'll be planting our azaleas. It will be beautiful as soon as the snow melts. If you have a lot of grass to cut, there is one lawnmower that is unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's a Hustler Zero Turf, uh, Zero Turn Radius Mower. Named after the Air Force's B-58, 
the Hustler Bomber. Hustler mowers are made in the U.S. with some global parts. They they offer a hero's discount for veterans, active military, and they're a supporter of the Folds of Honor, an organization that helps provide the families of fallen and disabled service members educational scholarships. Hustler has been making and perfecting the zero-turn lawnmower for more than 55 years. I think they're the people who invented it. I mean, and this thing is a tank. When you sit on a Hustler, you're not sitting on something to mow the grass. You're living the dream. There is a difference. You go ahead. Check everybody else out. Then find your uh, closest Hustler mower dealer, and you will see the difference. Before you buy some other mower, uh, uh, mower, find a Hustler dealer. Just go test drive one. All you have to do is just check out HustlerTurf.com. Go to HustlerTurf.com. Isn't it necessary that all of us review our own attitude and say yes it is possible for men and women of goodwill to differ mark meckler is with us he is the interim ceo of parlor uh which we know now is a website of real danger real extremism mark how how are you uh, you know, I don't feel like I'm very dangerous or extreme, but that is certainly how it's been portrayed. Well, do you believe in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights? Absolutely, yeah, there fundamentally you go. and une- unequivocally. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I just I just did a monologue last hour about how extremists um, are the ones who are trying to get rid of the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, but the media and politics in Washington are trying to make those people seem like the Americans, and we're the extremists. Yeah, they are fundamentally anti-American. They stand against everything that this country was founded on and for. And frankly, those people right now, they occupy the White House and they're in control of both houses of Congress. We're in real danger. Okay, so you are the interim CEO. If you, if you recognize the name Mark Meckler, it's because he's the Convention of States guys. Uh, and he's been talking about that with us for a long time. What was it? About four weeks ago, we were talking about the Convention of States, and I mentioned Parler going under and or going out, being taken out. Uh, and uh, and we talked about cloud services. We talked about there has to be somebody that is building the infrastructure for the right to fall into. And you talked at the time about being a part of a movement to do that. Now you're the interim. Uh, CEO of Parler. Did that play a role, what you're doing behind the scenes? Yeah, it did, actually. So I've been thinking about this problem, as we talked about, for a long time, and I've been working on finding alternative service providers and, and folks who are actual real patriots who would stand in the fight in the event that they were attacked. And so I had a little bit of a head start in thinking about this. I knew the primary owners of Parler. They're longtime friends of mine. And so when I saw it go down, I just reached out to see if there was anything I could do to help literally didn't expect to end up being the interim CEO. That's just the way things have worked out over time. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think a lot of it was my thinking in advance. I got to say, though, Glenn, all the credit for getting it back up goes to the staff. These guys have been absolutely incredible. It is taken, however, a month. I'm not blaming this on the staff by any stretch. Yeah. It's taken a month to get over a month to get back in the public square is there any lawsuit that I know you're an attorney? Is there any lawsuit that can be had for the destruction of business by Amazon and the collusion with all of these companies that we now know happened? 
Yeah, there absolutely is. There is a lawsuit that's already been filed. We're working on an amended complaint on that. That lawsuit is against AWS, Amazon Web Services. And I do think there's liability. I think there's all kinds of antitrust stuff. I think there's business damage stuff. Um, but we'll we'll be putting out more on that probably in a week or so when we amend that complaint. Good. Did you see the, uh, just, just so you have it in your coffers, I'm sure you do, the story that came out that showed that uh, there were there were many more people organizing on Facebook uh, for January 6th than there were on Parler. You had, I think, six, and they had maybe 70. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in fact, there's been a couple of great stories on that. One was an independent review by Forbes. Yeah. And they found that the vast majority of violent and insightful stuff, that took place on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram were a close second and third. We barely made the list. And so, look, there's always going to be bad content on every platform of that size. But the bottom line is, this was just a hit job. It was a political hit job. But I would also add that it was a business hit job. They see Parler as a real threat to their monopoly on, on the business market and on free speech. And they're going to come after us. There is no place, according to them, for somebody who disagrees with the, uh, with the current cabal uh, there's no place for them, is there? I mean, it's not enough being kicked off of the other platforms. When you start and you go on another platform, they'll shut down the platform. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and look, I think there's, there's two measures to this, though. One is no speech outside what they agree with. Remember that uh, Mussolini said that uh, the definition of fascism is everything inside the state, nothing outside of the state, and nothing against the state. So that's now being enforced by our government, but also by the tech oligarchy and working with the government. And then I think the second thing is a business model. At Parler, we believe in free speech. So if you can say it in the public square, you can say it on Parler. We believe in privacy and data sovereignty, meaning we're not monetizing the data of our users. We're here for our users as a service to our users, not to use them and use their data. And we have an advertising model that doesn't use their data. And so I think that's very threatening to Facebook and Twitter and all the others. So how are you going to make money when the advertising cabal comes after you guys? I mean, at The Blaze, we have worked on building our own advertisers uh, and they're you know as close to bulletproof as possible because they believe in us and they believe in the work that we do um have you guys are you at that place with your advertisers yeah absolutely look at the same types of people that advertise in the blaze or or have advertised and will be advertising again on parlor these are people who believe in the same things that you and i believe and they're not going to fold to the kind of pressure that the woke media and the woke mob put on them so tell me about the infrastructure and and how stable it is now. Can this happen to you guys again? Yeah, look, I, I'm very comfortable with the infrastructure. And th- again, this is where my head was at, as you know, before I went to be with Parler. What we did is we went out and we found providers who shared our values, but were also big enough to handle the kind of load that we put on them. And what we did to be sure, and this is really important, Glenn, for anybody who's operating in this space, we made sure that there were multiple redundancies. So we don't have what I would describe as any single points of failure. I'm very certain I've talked to the CEOs of all the companies that we're working with. I'm very certain they're going to stand with us and not cave to the woke mob. But even if they do, we've built in multiple redundancies, and we're going to continue to add layers of redundancies so that we know we're bulletproof in the future. So let's talk about let, let's play devil's advocate here. Um, yeah. The the problem that they will say is that we are living at a time 
where conspiracy theorists and and crazy things and white supremacists and all kinds of terrorists can be online and you don't want to add fuel to that. You should you should make sure that you have an algorithm that stops all of that kind of hate speech. Tell me why that's wrong if you do think it's wrong. I do think that's wrong because that runs, first of all, it runs contrary to just our philosophy at the founding and our philosophy through most of American history, really, until recently. We believe that if you don't like somebody's speech, uh, bad speech should be countered with good speech, should be countered with more speech, not with less speech. When you start tamping down on free speech, you start creating, well, you'd read about this, you talked about this, George Orwell's view, the 1984 view of Mm -hmm. the future which is this idea that the government will control all, that we will have overlords and overseers. Now, I do agree, by the way, that there are far too many people out there pushing conspiracy theories, and many of them are in the Democratic Party in Congress. They're on CNN, they're on MSNBC, ABC, CBS, all the others. And yet, at the same time, I think we should just debunk their conspiracies, as we've largely done, as opposed to seeing them shut down, which I'm not interested in doing. Yeah, I've I've not asked for people to be shut down. I've supported people who have been uh, attacked by the woke mob, even and especially when I vehemently disagree with them. Uh, I, freedom of speech means freedom of speech. Talk to me about the person who says, yeah, but now I if I go over to parlor, there's going to be all these people because usually when it is when there's one place to go. Uh, you know, all these places that are pushing the boundaries uh, are going to be there. And I don't want to be a part of that. You know, that's the beauty of Parler. And one of the things that makes it so different from all the other social networks, this big, scary word at the social networks is algorithm. And I think people should be scared of that big, scary word, because what it means is if you go over there and you like certain things, they're going to start pushing other things at you that sort of they think fit. And this creates what I call the echo chamber effect. And it does uh, put a bunch of stuff into your feed you might not want to see. At Parler, you 100% design your own feed. There's nothing that you're going to see that you haven't requested to see. You can easily remove anything from your own feed. Again, we believe in data sovereignty, and we believe that our users are prime. That's who is in charge of their experience at Parler. We want them to see only the people that they want to see and hear from only the groups and people that they want to hear from. So tell me now about the people that did belong. How long is it going to take before you're fully running with at least the people that you had before? So the platform is is fully up and running right now. We have the capacity to handle everybody who wants to come back and log on. There are some uh, limitations right now. One of the limitations is we're having folks having trouble with the Apple iOS I believe that's a technical limitation we're going to get around here today. Part of the problem is with that is that we can't update the Apple, the app that's on the App Store right now because we got removed from the App Store. We're working on that. So folks can't update it. And if there are problems in there, we can't fix those problems. So that's one of the things we're, we're working on right now, trying to fix that. I bet Apple uh, so, is bending over backwards to help you with that, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to comment on that right now, Glenn, because we'd really like to be back in the App Store because so many users want to oh, be I able know. to download the app. I know. Uh, so the second piece of that is that um, we'll have, we are seeing every day more and more functionality come back. Folks need to remember that 
this thing, when it went down, it's not just a website. I think if you're not involved in technology and it works, it's seamless. It's, we don't think about what's involved in it. There's so many different layers. I'm so proud of the staff at Parler for literally 16 to 20 hours a day they've been putting in for weeks to get it back up. But we expect to see glitches over the next few days. It's better today than it was yesterday. It's going to continue to get better throughout the week. And I expect that we'll be back to full functionality sometime next week. This week, by the way, we're not even taking new subscribers. We're, we're focusing only on the existing Parler family, make sure everything's up and stable and running well, and I expect to be accepting new users next week. Is everything that you know you may have posted before, or do you have to start from scratch if you're an, if you're an uh an old subscriber. If you go there right now, likely you won't see any of your old stuff. All that data has been preserved and we will start loading that. We didn't want to load the system with old data when we first went up, but all of that stuff has been preserved and it's all going to come back. Okay. Mark, best of luck to you and, and congratulations to everybody who didn't give up uh, and fought the battle behind the scenes. I know what it is like when you're running a, a digital company and you kind of come under attack like that, especially when you're you're not one of the you know, you're not Facebook or Google. Uh, it is all hands on deck. And I I, I got to tell you, it's remarkable that you are back in the first place. And uh, you've got to be proud and uh, of all of the people that are working behind the scenes, because uh, I know what it takes. And you guys just pulled off a miracle. Congratulations. Yeah, I appreciate that, Glenn. Thank you very much. And, and you're right. It's the staff. I don't I don't get any of the credit. I come in, I get to go on the radio and talk to guys like you, but they're incredible, hardworking team uh, all over the country. These guys have worked day and night and they get all the credit for pulling this off. Thank you so much, Mark. Appreciate it. Thanks, Glenn. God all bless. Right. You bet. You should have him on next week. Remind people that they can join if you're a new user next week uh, at uh, at Parlor. All right, let me give you a couple of things. Bank of America has just said the emerging uh, emerging market currencies uh, have inflation risks, bad, bad inflation risks. They say the long-term outlook uh, is more balanced, but uh, you should have some protection against higher inflation in the emerging markets. This is really, really bad because um, all of those all those countries that have used the U.S. dollar to back anything as we inflate our money, they're the first hit. So if they start to have inflation, they are going to start having trouble getting food and uh, basic services. It's going to drive up the cost of shipping for them, et cetera, et cetera. This is going to be bad for America long, long term. Because you know how you feel when you're having to bail out California? They feel like they're bailing us out because they have a dollar. And we're inflating their lifestyle first. This is really not good. This is one of the reasons why gold is going through the roof. It is another reason why Bitcoin is at $50,000 a coin today. Um, you got to have something. Got to have something outside of u.s dollars and and uh, right now the time to get to gold line and back your 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 investments up with some silver or gold and i don't mean paper i mean actual physical gold or civil silver do it now especially with silver before it goes through the roof when silver really starts to move up i can guarantee you gold line will not be giving it away with gold orders as free promotion 
They won't be able to afford to, but they're doing it right now. This is the last week to receive free Walking Liberty half dollars with the purchase of a tube of Goldline's $5 Gold Liberty coins. You can now receive 25 of the half dollars at no cost as a promotion, but it is this week only. When they sell out, they're gone. Don't wait. They're standing by to take your call now. Call 866-GOLDLINE, real physical gold and silver. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So the majority of people believe that if you believe that the election was stolen, you shouldn't be silenced or punished at all. Huh? Uh, yeah, but only 54% said uh, you shouldn't punish. 54%, 35% said yes, they should be punished. And 11% are like, I don't know. Jeez. So great. Meanwhile, <laughs> acknowledging their institutional responsibility for addressing racism within the libraries, the University of Delaware and Binghamton University are launching a year-long anti-racist talent management audit. So they're going into the libraries to identify actionable reforms, building on and extending the impact of prior uh, projects. Uh, that represent diversity, organizational culture, community engagement undertaken with the library, the museums and active uh, and archive partners. If you have anything that is important to America's history and you want it to be preserved, we have a vault under a mountain. We have another vault here. Uh, and uh, we are protecting them, and we are making sure that they do not fall into the hands of the government. They do not fall into the hands of EDU. They are going in and looking for an anti-racist audit uh, through all of our universities, the archives, the museums, and they're going to purge. If this isn't fascism, if this isn't what happened in Germany, in Russia, in every place where it has gone bad, I don't, I don't know what this is. We don't purge books and history. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, gosh. Sometimes I wonder what else we could have done. All right, when you drive down the road... Having peace of mind that comes with knowing that your car is covered if something goes wrong, you know, that you don't have to worry about anything. It's nice. It's worth a buttload of money. And you don't have to pay a buttload of money to get that peace of mind. You just get car shield. When you have a covered repair, you're going to get roadside assistance. You're going to get a rental car uh, for the time that your car is in the shop. Car Shield is going to deal directly with all the people fixing your car. And by the way, you get to choose that, too, if you want your own mechanic to do the work or, you know, the um, uh, the uh, car dealership. They same thing to them and they pay for it and they don't they don't ask you to pay in advance and then you wait for a check. They take care of it directly. Get a customized plan with Car Shield. 
Drive with confidence, knowing that you're protected. Get coverage today and see why CarShield cars go farther. 800-665-2157. 800-665-2157. Use the promo code BECK. CarShield.com. CarShield.com. Save 10% promo code BECK. Glenn Beck, Stephen Crowder, Stuper Gear, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all the conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, let me uh, let me play uh, Congresswoman Shara, uh, Sarah Jacobs, uh, who's calling for a truth commission. So said in an interview with the 19th uh, News website this week that uh, the country needs a truth commission. What exactly would a truth commission be? So I think part of what we're seeing now is because we haven't really done the reckoning with the racial injustice and white supremacy of our past Mm. that we need to do. And so, you know, a truth commission, a lot of people will think of South Africa. We've used them in countries around the world. And basically what it is, Mm -hmm. is it's... uh, communities all the way up to the national level Mm. having conversations about both the Mm -hmm. gory and the glory of our history and what happened both throughout the history of our country and leading up to and on january 6th so that we can come to a common you know what's the great thing is Mm. about this truth commission is we're gonna a finally talk about race and you know when will we ever do it when they did it in south africa when they (laughs) did it in rwanda Uh uh it was because the people who (laughs) slaughtered those uh those people you know in a different tribe if you will they were still living next door to the other people so they needed that Mm. truth and reconciliation committee um but i am i'm all for i'm not going to pay for them but i'll pay for them damn it i'll say raise my taxes to buy shovels and we're gonna dig up all those bastards that own slaves and Mm. then dig up all the slaves so they can testify them in the court of law I'm for it. It's a great I'm idea. I'm all for it. It's a great idea. Uh, so we, we got that now. So we have a we have a truth commission uh, going on. Um, Swalwell says that we, we, we need a white nationalism task force. Mm-hmm. Finally, somebody has uh, <laughs> finally somebody has said it. And can we play truth commission for Buzz, please? It's the same. It's the same clip. I thought it was cut differently. Okay, um, you know what this is? Do you have the Nick uh, production? Uh, you know what this really is? This a truth commission is the committee of un-American activities. That's all it is. Mm. It is exactly mm-hmm. the same. It's a witch hunt for a different kind of red scare. The average American can do very little. They, they, they must depend upon. A public 
concerned about is the Republican leadership in the House of Representatives. The enemy, the enemy is within the House of Representatives. What is the exact number of Trump supporters who are subversive? And the question is, how are we going to really almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? By cutting off their social media. First, Google and Apple delisted Parler from their app stores. Then Amazon cut the servers. Now House Democrats are trying to blame the free speech platform Parler. This stuff related to big tech censorship is the issue of our time. Will Smith appearing to call for the country to purge itself of Donald Trump supporters. We get to know who people are and now we get to cleanse it out of our country. There's a proposal to have a commission to investigate Republican colleagues. Democrat senators have filed ethics complaints against two of their Republican colleagues. Uh, the left is trying to push these businesses to shame them and threaten them into shunning and silencing uh, Trump supporters and conservatives. They're pushing them to fire people, even. Council culture is a wildfire that you cannot contain. If you pour gasoline onto it, don't be surprised when it finally reaches you and you get burned. Every business needs to stand up for every American. Otherwise, eventually, they'll come for you, too. Well, let this court of our truth commission, uh, before we adjourn today, let us come together and hear one more case if i could call as a witness governor cuomo on his nursing home scandal and who's really to blame the new york state doh has always fully and publicly reported all covid deaths in nursing homes and hospitals stop for a second uh is he saying that they have always fully reported? <laughs> I think that's what I heard. That is what he said. Yeah. Now, is that true? Uh, we're going to have to have the Truth Commission look into that, I think. Right. But no, it is not. Okay. And no, it's not. It's and, not. And we know that because his own people have admitted <laughs> it. Right. They said that they were hiding the truth. Just, this yes. was the excuse last week. They didn't come out and fully uh, tell the truth because they were afraid of that evil orange man bad. Yeah. And it, so that's why they didn't do it. Yes. But wait, there's more other than just a bald-faced lie. They have always been fully reported. Not, not true. Nursing homes uh-huh. had the most vulnerable population. Yes. We know that. COVID right. did not get into the nursing homes by people coming from hospitals. Mm. COVID got into the nursing homes by staff walking Uh, into the the nursing homes. Stop, stop, hang on. See, I thought when he signed the executive order to take people that were confirmed with COVID and ship them to the nursing homes, and the nursing homes said, no, we can't take them, please don't do this, and he said, you have to, Uh and they said, you'll kill the patients in the nursing homes. And he said, you have to. And they said, no, we really shouldn't. And he said, you have to. And they said, no, really, this is wrong. And he said, you have to. And they said, no, this is you're (laughs) going to be responsible for many people who are dying. And he said, you have to. A lot of people think that was the problem. But the problem is, is while they were having that discussion, 
people who were working there at the nursing home, Mm -hmm. you know, the good care workers, those heroes, Mm -hmm. the people that were working at the nursing homes, they're not heroes. No, they 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 infected all those poor people in the nursing home. Yeah, it's their fault. Wow. So bastards. Yeah. Don't you hate those nursing home workers now? Uh, Can we play any more of uh, what he had to say? When we didn't even know we had COVID. Mm. Uh Staff walking into a nursing home, even though they were asymptomatic. Asymptomatic. Because the national experts all told us Mm. you could only spread COVID if you had symptoms. Ah. Mm. And they were wrong. And they were wrong. And then they were right again. Yeah, they were wrong. Hey, it's me, Governor Cuomo. The dumbest mobster in all of government. You know who's really bad? All those people have been calling heroes the whole time. Yeah, they were the real... They were the ones that were killing everybody. We don't have a mob problem in New York. We've got nursing home workers. Who needs the mob when you got nursing home workers? You know what I mean? Fumina Fumina guts. Don't even know what that means. But all right, here's our uh, spo- <laughs> sponsor this half hour. It it is uh, Built Bar, which is delicious, absolutely delicious. Uh, Built Bar. We were just actually talking about this in the last break because. We were actually eating it. Yeah, and Pat and I are, I mean, yeah, I mean, look at us. We like our food. Yeah. We like our food. Uh, and we we're just talking about how bad diet bars used to be, protein bars still are. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when they just used to taste like, like you were Dow Chemical, yeah, our feet. Uh, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't taste like that anymore. Uh, they are really, really good. Built Bars mm-hmm. are the best protein bar out on the uh, uh, on the market. Tanya tried to get me to try these things about a year ago, and I was like, no. They're healthy. They're protein bars. I know what protein bars taste like. No, no, no. These taste. You just said it. They're delicious. Tastes like a candy bar. Like a candy bar. They really do. No no chemical aftertaste at uh -uh. all. Mm -mm. I don't know how they do it. I don't either. Because they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. They're better than most protein bars. When you're eating them, then you can be on a diet and eat them. I mean, this is the flying car that we were all promised. (laughs) It's finally arrived. They're called Built Bars. I want you to get a mix box and try them out for yourself. Right now, if you use the promo code BECK, you're going to save 20% off your order. It's BuiltBar.com. That's BuiltBar.com. Promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I can't believe the people of New York and how... Cuomo, Cuomo's you know, popularity has faded, but a guy who went out and, and campaigned about how great he was, wrote a book on management, and now has, is, is lying. I don't know why everyone on his staff isn't on talk radio, isn't on whoever would accept them as a guest. I, if I worked for somebody who then started to blame the nursing home staff, mm. I think I, I, I mean, I just, 
come I don't care how much I love you. I would be like, this is I can't I can't do it another day. I can't I can't sit here and listen to that. And the people of New York just sitting back and taking it too from him. It's just uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Know, you, you you have to you have to take into consideration that a lot of these guys. I mean, if you're, what are you going to do? What, I mean, you're in you're in New York. Mm-hmm. You're getting fed bullcrap from the media now. Not all the media. They are starting to peel away from him uh, to some degree, but they're still kind of leaving it in question. There's no question he buried his own executive order. He removed it from the website. His own executive order. We know why he did it. He was taking uh, advice from all of the big donors that are the big New York hospitals who didn't want all those COVID patients. So they had to do something with them. So who doesn't have a big donor? What, what group is out there that doesn't have huge money behind it? Oh, I know. Nursing homes. So we put him in the mm. nursing homes. And now he's blaming it on the nursing home staff? Where's, where, where is the nursing home union? I mean, if that isn't, that's abuse. Where's the nursing home union not standing up to this bully? It's a good word for him, too. He is. It's a good word. He is a bully. They, they, they all are. They really, they all are. Anybody who is now, I mean, I'm, I'm amazed at the story that I read this morning coming in about the libraries. How our, how our libraries are now going through social justice reforms, and they're going to spend the next year looking for all the books that should be purged from our library. That, that is wow. a book burning. What are you doing? That's book burning. Uh, you could say goodbye to just about any book written before 1940 um, because they all contain concepts or language that is now deemed objectionable. And you can't, you can't, you can't say it. You can't think it. You can't, you can't read it. Uh, so, I mean, if you can't even have like is going on with the with the bachelor or bachelorette i i don't watch it so what? but have you have you seen <laughs> no, i have not seen one of the contestants went to an antebellum party which is you dress up like you're in the south yeah and so chris harrison who hosts the show said uh that sounds like the woke police it's coming after you He's off the show now. He had to step aside for the rest of the year, at least, and maybe forever. I wouldn't be surprised if ABC doesn't just fire him outright. Oh, ABC has become. Oh, I mean, it's, it's a mouse with a badge, man. Yeah, that's all it is. Yep, it's a mouse with a badge. You know, they. The, I ranted last week. You want to talk about hypocrites? The mouse decides who works, who doesn't, and yet mm. in the in Mulan. They film it over in China, China, and they oh, thank yeah. the people yes. in the province that are yes. rounding Uyghurs up. Oh my God, that's acceptable. But what that guy said's mm. not. Oh my, I mean, no, thank you, no, thank you. It it is these these corporations, uh, and I've always been pro corporation. I asked you earlier, mm-hmm. have your political values changed? No, no. 
Have your views on corporations changed? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the left was right about what was coming with corporations. They were correct about it. But now they're all for it. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, as these corporations are taking our country and taking control of the country and the world, they're fine with it. I, I don't understand. As long as your corporation is run by a, left, a leftist, uh, they love you. Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google. They're fine with them all. Even though they're essentially four different governments that's, that are kind of running the show right now. I don't even think they're four different governments. They're about four, the same government. They're the same government, and they're in collusion with the Mm. United States government. Oh, absolutely. They're absolutely in collusion. You know, when Mm. Facebook says, hey, we got to take Parler off, and they take Parler off, even though the evidence shows there was more hate and more organizing for January 6th on Facebook, Mm. when, when they can get all of the corporations to destroy Parler, Mm. That's that's one corporation. That's four corporations True. all walking as one and all doing the bidding for their other partner, the government. Where's the left? Where 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 are those people that used to say I'm for rights and I don't like rights that are being trampled on by corporations? This is the Glenn Beck program.